Groove Cafe is powered by equity. Dial star 247 hash and open an equity account instantly. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio and I am Crystal always excited to hear from my guests, to hear what they're passionate about. And uh, you know that the Groove Cafe is brought to you by Equity Bag. But do you know that you can open up a bank account on any phone pretty much anywhere? All you have to do is dial star 247 hash and you can open up your bank account with Equity Bank. Now, my guest today is the author of Giant in Hiding. A book about asking men, a cry to the man to reposition himself as the head of the family. Ooh, we have so much to talk about. She has a background in human resource management, which has exposed the reality of a gap in grooming and employability of young people. And more importantly, she is a social change agent. I'd like to welcome Jennifer Mudondo to the Groove Cafe. Thank you, Crystal. How are you? I am happy to be here. I'm very well. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure to have you. So when we talk about a human resource uh, management background, how Mm. long has that been for you? Well, I entered human resource management in 2003. Mm -hmm. And so up to now, I have not stopped. I still practice. So Mm -hmm. it's over 15 years now. You know what? You're almost hitting 20. You Mm -hmm. said 2003. That's almost 20 years. Next year will be 20. It's even shocking you. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, over 15 years, you made I'm at 20. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, uh, tell me a bit about you, where you were born, where you grew up, Jennifer. Okay, so I was born in uh, Luka district. Mm-hmm. That time it was Iganga district on a village called Bugabula to okay. a man called John Robert Nero mm-hmm. with his wife, Jeremina mm-hmm. Nero. Um, a family of 10. Okay. I'm number six. That's a big family. Yes, it is. Uh, are you close as siblings? Yes, very, very close. Very close. Very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, did you go to school there? Um, yeah, the earlier years. The from early my years. primary one to P7. Mm-hmm. And then I crossed over and came to Uganda. <laughs> it just reminded me my, what my father used to say. What? You are an ambassador in Uganda. You're an ambassador. So don't ashamed us. Mm. <laughs> There's always that addition yes, there. You knew what was coming after, ah. after uh. he had said you were an ambassador in Buganda. Mm-hmm. So represent us well. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. when did you cross over? Was that A-levels? Or yes, all, all levels. levels. All, all levels. levels. Mm-hmm. And then I crossed back for mm-hmm. my A-levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I came to university. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how were you in school? Did you take up leadership roles? Were you... Uh, reserved I, were you <laughs> I was a very reserved child okay reserved and bright mm-hmm. and very strict mm-hmm. so you didn't know a lot about me until you came close mm. um, and then you found out or maybe you looked at my books and my tests okay then found out she's not as uh, absent as she seems to be <laughs> <laughs> so would you say you measured your words people were lucky to to hear a lot from you yeah, unless they brought up a particular subject mm, that you are was, passionate about it. yes uh-huh. which has always been boy girl mm-hmm. boy girl stuff okay yeah. now you've you know you've mentioned your father mm-hmm. even when we chatted before you mentioned your father first before you mentioned your mother right yes. i am guessing your father has been a very strong presence in your life yeah, very, very strong. Unfortunately, he's late. My father has been very 
influential. Mm. Even as a dead guy, I still remember the principles, the voice saying, Jennifer, don't do this, don't do that. Mm. But he was very, very keen on how I related with men. Mm. Oh, okay. That's interesting. How the girls were three girls. Mm. So how you related with men. I remember clearly the first Maybe it was not the first time, but the one that I remember mm. most clearly when he started engaging me about men and boys. Mm-hmm. I was in primary four. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. And he was telling me about how um, not well-intentioned mm-hmm. boys were. Okay. All they wanted was your body. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't know what wanting my body meant. At yeah. The and time. people, you're like, what? Yeah, but but, but I, I just knew, okay, boys only want my body. Mm-hmm. So when a boy came close, my father's voice rang. He wants your body. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew how to distance them. And that's how I grew up. Okay. Me, my, my two sisters, that's how we grew up. Sometimes I think he probably overdid it, but, but he protected us. I actually think that's a good thing because normally when you have these conversations it's with your mother, with your aunties, yet you are talking about something that relates to men and boys. And mm-hmm. your father was a boy at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. That's also why fathers don't like young men. They're <laughs> like, mm, I knew what I was like at that age. <laughs> Right. And you said the only man who has something good for you now Mm -hmm. is myself. Okay. Every other man, please stay away from them. Okay. Until Mm. you're older. Well, that's a reminder that we all need when we're young. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you said you went back for A-levels. Yes. Okay. And then university, where did you go? And then uh, I went to Makere University. Okay. Mm-hmm. But before the university, I went to MOMS and did a diploma in secretarial studies. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Makere University and did BCom. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. So did you know what you wanted to do when you were younger? Some people are clear, some people aren't. I did. Unfortunately, I didn't do it. I thought I would be a lawyer. Oh, okay. And then uh, my, my results didn't come out as I thought expected them to mm-hmm. and that's why I took the, the long route okay. but eventually I, I I just forgot about law and said I would settle for writing okay yeah so you've been writing for a long time um I have been writing for a long time but this is my first book out so okay. I have uh, I have books in my own shelf <laughs> <laughs> for the public shelf this is all you know <laughs> <laughs> we want more now. You can't say that and then you you deny they, they us. Will, they will come out. They'll, They'll come, come out. out. They'll okay. come out, surely. So all we have to do is wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. were you a big on reading when you were growing up? Yeah. Ah. I read. I cannot tell you how many books I have read. Mm-hmm. Not, not academic books. I, I read academics to pass exams. And mm-hmm. when I finished passing... I read stuff that, that, that <laughs> inspires me. Okay. What kind of books do you like? Um, inspirational. Mm-hmm. Books about life. Mm-hmm. Books by authors like um, the guy who crashed with his wife. What was his name? Pastor who? I forget the name. Mm-hmm. But I read books. Robin Sharma. Mm-hmm. I read books by... Um, so Robin Sharma, mm-hmm. I forget the name of the, the guy who, who crashed in the Bahamas with his wife, that pastor. Okay. No, no, no worries. So you like those yes. kind of... Yes, Miles Monroe. <laughs> Miles Monroe. Okay. <laughs> yes. So those kinds of books. Mm-hmm. I read. I read. Okay. Anytime when you talk to me, I, there's a book I'm reading. All right. Are you big on fiction as well or... <sighs> Not no. really. Unless, unless the fiction relates to life. Okay. Not just uh, fancy stories. So you want stories that are relatable... And inspiring. 
Yes. Okay. When did you start thinking about writing a book? When did that happen? Oh, my senior six. Huh. Okay. And then I started writing bits and pieces and mm. keeping them on newspapers. And then I pick up another book. And then I have so many titles that have not come out. Okay. And then the decision to, okay, get serious and write mm-hmm. came in 2017. Okay. But because of the day jobs, the family and everything, mm-hmm. again, same story happened. Mm-hmm. And then in 2019 is when I got down to sit and write a book and start pursuing it because I had... Uh, the, the reality of the hiding giant mm-hmm. had hit me personally and I had seen how um, factual it is. It's no longer stories I hear from other people. Okay. I have a family, I have colleagues, they have families. And that's the talk at office, at church. So the pressure on me to write about it mm-hmm. mounted. Mm-hmm. And that's how I came up with it. You said it hiding. hit you personally, even with your own family? Yeah, I mean, bits and pieces of the story relate mm-hmm. to me. Okay. I, I, I've not met a woman who does not have a similar story. Okay. And a man. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So let's first talk about in the years in human resource management. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, managing people is not easy. And in terms of just even management, that's a different kind yes. from human resource because you see pretty much every aspect mm. of the people uh, that you work with. Yes. Uh, how did you end up in human resource management? Okay, so when I took the decision to do become, mm-hmm. I found that the options that I had were accounting, mm-hmm. audit, mm-hmm. and the one that was softer. Mm-hmm was the human resource aspect. Ah, so that's what appealed yeah, to you. Yeah, that's what appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that it would give me a chance to interact with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also something that just appealed to my spirit. I'm not a numbers person. Mm-hmm. So accounts and finance didn't really say anything to me or it doesn't <laughs> say anything to me. It's HR that spoke to me. Okay. And so that's how I ended up there. Well, in this day and age, I find that not that many people actually uh, practice what they studied in school. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's actually dangerous to, to say I'm going to stick to what I studied. You <laughs> might end up... <laughs> Why is it dangerous? I mean, when will it come? Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, when will I... it come? You don't want to sit there and wait for the HR opportunity to come just mm-hmm. because you studied HR. Mm-hmm. You might just want to take the, the route that comes and maybe later, you know, figure out how to... Mm-hmm. to end in the thing that you studied. Okay, so someone who's listening in right now and they want to do HR, mm. or they're like, hmm, what can you tell us about that particular career path? What does a person need to be a good HR manager? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first and foremost, human resource management is about people mm-hmm. the good the bad the ugly about people <laughs> everything everything yes so first and foremost you need to be a very patient person mm-hmm. if you are this person who does not like sitting and listening to people sometimes saying things that you know are lies or not telling you the truth or coming to you with lots of problems mm. for you to solve or to you know help them in a certain way if you're not that kind of person HR would be a burden. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you if you like to speak life into people, mm-hmm. if you are the kind of person that would like to, to guide 
but also to provide solutions or at least prompt someone into thinking towards a solution mm. then hr is the thing for you mm-hmm. but nowadays and this is true of all professions it's not just enough to have your technical hr mm-hmm. there is there is a there is something that your personality has to bring to the table okay a sort of um i don't even know what to call it mm. but but a gimmick or um a spice okay a personality spice that you need to bring to every profession a personality spice i like that hmm? yeah jennifer that is yours we've coined it <laughs> personality spice bring that yeah. <laughs> to the equation mm-hmm. okay all right now as a social change agent something mm. that you're very passionate about yes. when did that start when did you start feeling that drive wow um 2007 2007 when I read the book The Principles and Power of Vision by Miles Munro The Principles and Power of Vision by Miles Munro mm-hmm. um when I read it I got this feeling that many of us do not hit the mark that we are born to hit mm. because we have no clue how to do it we don't have a clue where we are we don't even know that we are supposed to be doing some things Mm, mm-hmm. You see, some people think they are born to breathe, to eat, to sleep, to, and then eventually to die. <laughs> oh, so when I read, so you just exist. Book, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I read that book, it woke my own feelings about my own life, appreciating it as a mission, mm-hmm. and and I felt that people should know about that. I mean, life is not just. You're not like a plant. I mean, even a plant has a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I read that, and and then I I have this thing of um, of apportioning life into. It's not me that apportions actually. Life is apportioned into different areas. Mm-hmm. So I look at it socially. I look at it spiritually. I look at it, you know, in a, those different areas. Mm. And so I I want to make my contribution um to align my contribution in those different areas okay okay yes. so oh. that 2007 mm. is when the feeling started okay mm. so you said boys girls yeah. men women mm. relationship and i guess how we relate with each other how we live with each other yes and one of the things that's very clear even i guess with the book that you've written mm. is that there are so many gaps yes. what are these gaps that became so glaring for you Okay um I grow up mm-hmm. yeah and uh, I of course now I feel it's okay to relate with a boy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So I relate uh-huh. and I start feeling that I have to drive mm-hmm. the relationship okay. there's nothing wrong maybe with it in my own understanding there are certain aspects about and i'm going to talk long term because for me i i didn't think i should relate for just relating mm-hmm. so relating long term is 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 the perspective yes i think that one of us is the head of the other okay mhm and my thinking is that the head should actually head mhm huh? so i'm not saying bring all the ideas and do everything but but show that uh, you have a certain focus you have a certain vision mm. and that we are going somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can do it but it doesn't feel doesn't feel normal it doesn't feel <laughs> natural <laughs> it breaks me eh? mm. because i i feel that i'm not standing 
in my position. I love to be the supportive mm-hmm. partner that God created for. I'm a born again Christian. Mm-hmm. So I'm also coming from that angle. Yes. I love to live life as the partner that supports my head. Mm. So because of that, I am looking for what to support. Mm-hmm. And if it's not there, I'm beaten. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the gaps, the leadership. Mm-hmm. Even as a family, we are an institution. So we have a goal. We should have a goal. We should have vision. We should I mean we should have a dream for our children, the mm-hmm. born and the unborn. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I am relating with a person who does not have that, who's just taking one day at a time. Exactly. So what is the what should I support? I now get it what you were saying earlier that there's pretty much every woman who can relate to you. Yeah. And I get what you mean because women we didn't see ourselves rather becoming the strong people. Mm-mm. But in many ways we are. Yes. And I can relate as well. You're the decision makers. <laughs> it's it's quite know? a lot. <laughs> and you see, I, I acknowledge that we're both victims. Mm-hmm. So it's not anyone's fault. So I'm not saying men to do this. Eh? Mm-hmm. Isn't it it's, how it's, also it's, the boys are raised though? Exactly. I feel like there's a gap there. Yes. Maybe... That's something that was missing before. Mm -hmm. And girls are being pushed to be independent and brave. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the point. But then what about the men? So we find that we have this girl that we have created. Mm -hmm. She's a very strong... I mean, my father said, Jennifer, if that guy starts being funny, come back home. No one will, you know, mess with you. Mm -hmm. You are Nero's daughter. Mm -hmm. My father was called Nero. You are Nero's daughter. No one should. Eh? You don't let men do that to you. Mm-hmm. So now I am coming to meet this guy. I don't know what his father or mother told them. Mm-hmm. But I am that Jennifer that is very strongly built up. Mm-hmm. So I meet with you and there is nothing. Mm. And the reason perhaps is that when we started uplifting the girl, we thought the man was okay as mm-hmm. he was. Yes. But we forgot that we're going to have to deal with a mindset problem. So this guy says, I am the man. We have a case, as in a container, of the man. Mm-hmm. But it is almost empty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have this he Jennifer. He does not know how to be the man. <laughs> this Jennifer, who, who Nero, mm-hmm. and, and society, and, and the times, and modernity has mm-hmm. shaped mm-hmm. into the current me. And the guy is where he was at mm. the days of my great-grandfather during those days. Yes. So now I am groomed to question because you tell me dialogue, mm-hmm. accountability, mm-hmm. even at home. Mm-hmm. So these are the things I expect. Yeah. And I get there and find a guy who is not questioned, mm-hmm. who does not account to, especially a woman, mm-hmm. who does not feel answerable at all mm-hmm. to a woman. Mm-hmm. And I am supposed to submit mm-hmm. to them. Because that's what we are told. You know? <laughs> Yet we have not been raised that way. We have not been raised that way. <laughs> the very society that has raised us this way mm-hmm. now wants us to submit to a guy they have not prepared. For a girl like exactly. you. Exactly. That is the biggest so issue. So that is the frustration that Giant in Hiding brings out. I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. not writing about my marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm writing about the generation. Those are the pains we are suffering as women. Mm-hmm. And and the message of my book, the bottom line is, are we not tired of this? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we going to pass on to the children? Yes. The next generation. Mm-hmm. I think I am tired. And I am sure everybody around me is tired. Who wants to propagate this kind of life? Mm. So let us work on getting rid of this thing. It is going to take us a lot of time. I mean, like how long the, the girl-child thing took. <laughs> yes. but, but let's get into it. Do you think one of the issues is also the lack of strong men to guide as well? Mentors, fathers. That's true. Mm. That's very, very true. I think we all got lost into girl-child empowerment. Mm-hmm. And we forgot, probably did not forget, we didn't think that we needed to support the boy as well because, I mean, he was the giant at the time. Yes. And so what we're doing is cuddling our girl and protecting her and telling her, Bambi, you can eh? <laughs> So now we have got her there mm-hmm. and we find that this guy is not ready to take it. Yes. He's not ready to take it because he's the man. Mm-hmm. And, and that's yet he as plain to be as, as, even as, as it is. Leaders, even in whatever organization, leaders in exactly. the church, you yeah. are answerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but he won't. Partly because I think he's just saying, I am the man. Let me fold my hands and see how far your power will take you. Mm. But also because he doesn't know, he has no clue how to be a man. True. Especially if he's relating with the girl of 2022. <laughs> 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 I know these are uncomfortable conversations, yeah. but by the time so many people keep having the same experiences, I I have a son, and it's something that also really worries me mm. because uh, seeing people, you said drive, right? Uh, values, principles. There are very few young men who have those things and a clear, clear cut. You can see it, you can feel it, and that's how it should be. Yet you see so much of that in young women. I know. As well. I know. It's, it's weird. Okay, so we've talked about how, and I think there's a lot that we need to do to mm. help boys and mm. men reclaim their position as yes. heads of the family and as men who have purpose, right? Yes, yes. But another thing that you also focused on is the employability of mm-hmm. young people, I mm-hmm. guess, because of your background in HR. Yes. Where do you think we went wrong there? I think it all goes back to family as number yeah. one, mm-hmm. and then other factors might follow. Okay. When you meet the young people today, mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, people who are looking for entry jobs, they have come for an interview, mm-hmm. the way they have dressed, mm-hmm. how they speak, my, mm. it's not just the institutions, it's the grooming at home. The grooming. Okay. And when we talk about grooming at home, I want again to take you back to who is the head of that institution where the grooming happened, what principles did they put in place, what standards, how do my children dress up, how do they speak, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you send them to school, how do they perform, what is your relationship as the parent mm-hmm. with the institution, mm-hmm. with the like teacher. My father used to go to school to ask about how Jennifer did or did not do mm. this thing. <laughs> so you knew you were accountable to him. I knew if something went wrong at school, I would find a, a court session to, <laughs> to, to be a part of at home. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so the whole thing starts at home. Mm. And then we, we, we move on to the schools. That's also a, another issue which relates to that is children raising themselves or friends raising them or social media. Social media. 
Um, Crystal social media. I know this is a very tricky subject, what I'm going to talk about, mm. but the way a lot of young women dress and present themselves, we have that movement of, oh, we can do what we want, it's my body, and I respect that. I'm a woman too. Mm. But what you're talking about, if you present yourself for an interview and responsibility and to represent that company, because when you work somewhere, you represent that company as mm. well. Mm. A lot of people don't even make that connection. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Um, I'll take you back to my own grooming. And I'm not presenting myself as the epitome of uh, grace or, or now anything. Mm-hmm. But my father... Mm-hmm. Jennifer, you are representing me. Mm-hmm. No one will see you and think, oh, that girl. They'll think her father. <laughs> yes. My father. They'll think her father. Even when we were grown, mm-hmm. grown and working, he died 2014. But okay. even at that time, he would say, you are not your own. Mm-hmm. It is my name. Mm-hmm. So for me, I am almost 100% sure that if we sort this father thing, husband father thing will have gone a long way okay mm-hmm. a long way mm. because then fathers will be concerned about the school of their children they'll be concerned about how their children i mean if i am the father in a home and i set a certain standard my wife we shall have agreed mm-hmm. she will comply because there's something to support you have shown her substance yes she would be a crazy woman to do the opposite of what you expect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so where can we find your book Giant in Hiding. <laughs> so Giant in Hiding so far is uh, is at Uganda Bookshop. Okay. And with me. Mm-hmm. I'm just working on ways to get... In fact, this morning I was talking to Mokono Bookshop. Mm-hmm. So I'm still contacting other other bookstores to okay. see whether they can have it. Oh, so you've just released it, really? Yeah, you've just, just published, published it. it. Okay, yeah. okay. So now that we know we can go to Uganda Bookshop or get it from you, how mm. do we get in touch with you? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer... <laughs> How do we get our copies? So, so you <laughs> can call me uh-huh. on zero seven seven two eight double three four nine seven. Can you say that again? Zero seven seven two eight double three four nine seven. Okay. And can we find you somewhere else? Maybe LinkedIn. Is there another way we can get in touch? Or? I am on Facebook as mm-hmm. Jennifer Mdondo. I am on Twitter as Jennifer Mdondo. I am on LinkedIn as Jennifer Mdondo. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining thank me. Too. These are conversations we have to have again mm-hmm. and again and again. I'm happy to have joined you too. <laughs> so, um, one last question. Mm. What do you want to see change? I know that's a very wide question, yeah. but in the context of the book that you have written, mm. are there some things that you feel, some solutions actually, because we've identified the problem mm. and I know there's a lot more in your book, but some mm. of the solutions you think that we can tackle right here, right now. Mm. I think that um, we should utilize platforms like the radio, mm-hmm. like television, like schools, like churches, like, uh, you know, do partnership with private organizations, NGOs, and just speak to the boy mm-hmm. to appreciate that there is a problem mm-hmm. and encourage um, growth that is uh, I don't know, manly, that is responsible, you know, like a man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Churches, the church is, church and mosque, Mm -hmm. very good platforms because um, in the recent past, people are, I think there is a spiritual void. There's so many questions that people are struggling with and they're finding answers. Mm -hmm. So that would be a good platform as well. Mm -hmm. But even schools, in my book, I talk about committees that we call um, 
restore the giant committees okay mm-hmm. in schools with a senior man teacher you know in my days we had a senior woman teacher yes, but not we a did. senior man teacher i've started hearing about senior men teachers actually you're right yeah mm-hmm. so, again so, the assumption the uh, assumption was there men are okay mm-hmm. but they are not okay anymore so we can have committees mm. we give young boys responsibility but we also need to engage girls so that they understand that this power and the what the uplifting that we have got mm-hmm. is not to distort but mm-hmm. to improve so learning to coexist Yes, yes. You see like those programs that we have had girl child empowerment, we can have the boy child empowerment or boy child, I don't know, we might want to give it another name, but mm-hmm. yeah, as well. Mm. Yes, it's needed. It's mm, necessary. It is, it is very Thank much so. You. Thank you Jennifer again for joining me. This was a pleasure. Thank you Christopher uh, for hosting me. I'm happy to have come. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to speaking to you again because you've told us you have many books. Yes. There's only this one we can They're access. Only my private shelf. But we're waiting for the others. <laughs> They will come. Yes. Will come. Now that this one has come out, uh-huh. more will come. All right then. Thank you. Thank you too. Groove Cafe. Groove Cafe was powered by Equity. Dial star 247 hash. Send money, pay bills, or check account balance. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash.